Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I'm here with Sarah, and we are celebrating episode 700. 700. I I know we've said this before, but it really feels like we just did 600 like two months ago. I know. I agree. So crazy. But what a cool milestone. Like, I, I mean, I am, I come from the family of Celebrate Everything. Like we celebrate everything and it's officially like episode 740 something because I didn't used to number the Q&A episodes at the very start because I didn't know what I was doing. But there are, I don't know if you know this statistic, there are over 700,000 podcasts. I did not know that. I think that is mind boggling. And, and I mean, a couple years ago, there was like maybe, you know, 250,000. Now there's over 700,000. But here's what's really interesting. Less than 20% of them have put out an episode in the last 30 days and consistently put out episodes. Wow. So, you know, we've had a very consistent schedule here. It started when the podcast first launched. We did one episode a week. Then we went to three episodes a week. Then we went to two episodes a week. Now we're back at three episodes a week. But always consistent. We haven't missed a show. And and like, I, I feel really good about that. Good. You should. And honestly, there would be no podcast without everybody that listens to it. So to everybody who has tuned in, whether you're one of those unicorns who's listened to every single episode, or you're just tuning in now and you've recently found us, or you pop in and you pop out, thank you so much for making this possible. And the cool thing about this show is that it's really driven by your comments, your questions, and your feedbacks. Not just these Q&A episodes, but all the episodes that we do are inspired by what you share with us. So whether that is in a comment on Instagram or Facebook or via email or inside the 12 Weeks to Transformation, thank you because this podcast is not for me. It is not for Primal Potential. It is for you. And we wouldn't be able to do what we do. We certainly wouldn't be at episode 700 if it weren't for all of you guys. So thank you very much. We love getting to answer your questions and learn more about you. It's always super fun and fascinating. And I think that we should do seven giveaways for episode 700. I think that is a great idea. But here's the deal. I just sort of decided that this morning. I don't want to announce the winners today because I want to give people an opportunity to like actually do the things required to win. And then I was thinking we would announce the winners on January 7th. Perfect. Yeah. So here's the scoop. We are going to do seven giveaways and 
all the winners will be chosen from people who either leave reviews of the podcast via Apple Podcasts or, or I should say, and people who between now and January 7th share their favorite episode on Facebook or Instagram and tag me in it so we can see it. So you have a little over a week to leave a review of the podcast in Apple Podcasts and or share your favorite episode and tag me on Facebook or Instagram. And then on January 7th, we will announce the winners. I should see if there's a podcast that day. That's probably a good idea because otherwise, how am I going to announce the winners? Let's <laughs> see here. I'm thinking this through as, uh, as it goes. That's a Tuesday. So here's what we'll do. We will announce the winners in the podcast that airs on January 9th. We make a note of this, Sarah, so that I don't forget. Yeah. And then also on January 7th, I will announce them on Instagram. So you'll be notified via Instagram on January 7th. Don't worry if you're not on Instagram. That's okay. We will also announce the winners on the January 9th podcast. So what are we giving away exactly? I was thinking because I did pull the trigger. We were talking about this, I think, last Saturday. I pulled the trigger and bought two puffy vests from Fabletics because they just launched their outerwear collection. So I'm like really, really excited. They haven't come in the mail yet, but can't wait to see. I'm so pumped. So we're going to do two Fabletics gift cards. You can go check out their new outerwear collection. And then I think you'll be more motivated to leave that review, which takes 30 seconds because we're going to give away two Fabletics gift cards. We'll give away two bottles of digestive enzymes, two bottles of probiotics, and one signed copy of Chasing Cupcakes, and we will announce those winners on January 7th as well as January 9th on the podcast. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan to me. And the other big thing is that registration is now open, but closing in just a couple of days for the winter 12 Weeks to Transformation. We kick off on, what, the 5th, the 6th of January? It mm. is going to be here in like a minute. January 5th is the official start date, and we always close registration either when it fills up or at the absolute latest on January 2nd because we want to make sure that we can get all of your identity journals out in the mail before we start. So that gives you just a few days. And I know there's all the hustle and bustle of the end of the year and the new year and all of that kind of stuff. But if you are thinking that you could use a coach, that you could use some accountability, that you could use some structure, go to primalpotential.com forward slash transform, or you can go to the show notes for today's episode, which is simply primalpotential.com forward slash 700. And you can learn all about it there. It's so important that you do so. I will tell you for me, the thing that I can really point the majority of any success I've had to is having a coach or a mentor or some structure. Because for me personally and for a lot of people I meet, the DIY approach to changing your life is a struggle because there's always things competing for your time and attention. So within the 12 Weeks to Transformation, you not only get the identity journal that I just mentioned, but 
the structure of weekly challenges, the accountability of group coaching calls, daily coaching audios to kind of bring you back in and help you recenter every single day, no matter what comes up later in the day, and so much more. So I think it's a great way to kick off the new year. If you have been thinking like you need something more than information, something to really help you with implementation, regardless of the change you want to make in your life. We have people join us who wanted to get out of debt. We have people join us who really want to just get healthier. We have people join us who want to change the way they think because they're tired of looping on the past and dealing with self-doubt or negativity or fear of missing out and all of those things. Whatever it is, the tools of change really remain the same and we work through all of it. So if you want that structure, if you want that accountability, do not wait because there's only a couple of days left to be able to join us for this 2020 session. Go to primalpotential.com forward slash transform or today's show notes, primalpotential.com forward slash 700. All right. We got it. We made that through everything we needed to uh, on the admin side. Let's get to y'all's questions. All right. I love your podcast. What episode you do you love my podcast? I do. And so does this <laughs> listener. <laughs> All right. So we have a listener who loves the podcast. Got it. <laughs> what episode do you recommend someone starting out to listen to first? That is such a tricky question for me to answer. And here's why. People come to this podcast for all sorts of different reasons, right? So if I were to say everybody should start with this, then I'd kind of be missing the mark on a lot of people who are here for different reasons. So while we talk a lot about hormones, we also have talked a lot about nutrition. We've talked a ton about mindset, about motivation, so many different topics. I would really recommend scrolling through. I, I don't think there's any wrong place to start. The beautiful thing about either primalpotential.com or any podcast app is that you can kind of scroll through and, and start with something that piques your interest. The reason, I know that can seem random, but the reason I think that that can be most effective is because we want you to start with something that you're like, oh, that one. You know, I don't know about you, but I've, I've scrolled through podcasts before and inevitably I come to a title, to an episode that I'm like, I need that one. That's the message that I need. And I want people to really be looking for what they need versus following what I think people in general need because I have no idea what you need. I have no idea what your goals are. I have no idea if you're really working on consistency or if you're working on all or nothing attitude or if you want to get some basics of understanding hormones and how different factors in your lifestyle influence your hormones and your hormone expression. Maybe you really are drawn to the episodes about money. So I don't recommend any particular episode for people to start without knowing what their true desire and passion is and what they're really working on. So I recommend scrolling through. I mean, as, as elementary and basic as that sounds, I think that's the most effective thing. I don't know. If you find a new podcast, Sarah, how do you decide where to start? Well, excuse me. I was just thinking about it from like a television perspective. Like if you're scrolling through the channels, you're going to look for something that you have an interest in, you know, like I'm not necessarily going to watch like a basketball game because I don't have much interest in it. So right. yeah, I agree. Just, just find something that kind of piques your interest and start from there. Yeah, absolutely. And you might find that 
you listen to an episode and you're like, I want to find everything she's done on this topic, right? So then you go to primalpotential.com and you use the search box, right? So whether that's motivation or consistency, then you're going to get more that come up with that. And then it becomes kind of a rabbit trail for you to begin with. After you've scratched the itch of your biggest area of interest, maybe you just go to the most recent one and work backwards, or you go to the original one and you work forwards, or you just stay randomly hopping around forever. I don't think there's a wrong way to do it. The key here, and honestly, this is like a theme of life in general. Know what you need, know what you're struggling with, and make your decisions based on what's going to serve you, not on some template that somebody else has created. And we can say that for fitness, we can say that for food, we can say that for money, and we can say that for listening to a podcast. All right. How do I start to generate the motivation inside me instead of depending on it from outside? Oh, that's such a good question. And honestly, such a wise question. Because there are a ton of people who forever motivate themselves from the outside. For example, if you don't have a big event coming up, you're not motivated to take great care of yourself. But as soon as you know you have that wedding with the family or you have that beach vacation, suddenly you're motivated and it comes from something outside of you, I find that to be a recipe for inconsistency because we don't always have those carrots. We don't always have those things that we're, that we're driven towards. And honestly, the goal here, and this person totally gets it, is to be pretty steady in your lifestyle, whether that's your financial habits and being steady with those, or your eating habits and steady with those, or your self-care habits and steady with those, instead of the way I used to live, which was this wild roller coaster of like, I'm crushing it and I'm taking great care of myself and I'm doing all the things that I want to do, followed by, what was that? I'm totally checked out. I'm doing whatever, eating whatever, you know, watching as much TV as I want. And it didn't ever feel reliable or it, I didn't even ever develop confidence in myself because it wasn't coming from me. It was coming from something else. So I didn't have the confidence that I could be consistent. So that's such an important thing. What I would say is really narrow down your focus, right? Narrow down your focus to the day you are in instead of chasing some future event, right? Because not only are those future events not necessarily going to be super predictable or reliable and they're going to be, you know, varied in their, in their time spacing and in their urgency, there's going to be some things that are like really going to fire you up and some that you like kind of want to do some effort before it and kind of don't really care all that much. But the thing about having these external motivating factors as well is that it's easy to defer the day you're in. Let's just go back to like the example of the beach vacation. If you're super fired up to either save money for that beach vacation or lose 15 pounds for that beach vacation or whatever it is, it's easy to dismiss the thing you do today because it's not going to really impact in a significant way that thing that's six or eight or 10 weeks away. You know, like, well, I mean, I can buy these shoes today, even though I'm trying to save money because I mean, 
really is $40 going to make a difference? Or I can totally have the dessert today because ultimately this one thing isn't going to move the needle in what I'm trying to achieve before this beach vacation that's still several weeks out. So it becomes very easy to dismiss today when you have those external motivators. But when you're really and exclusively focused on the day you're in, you're looking at only the opportunities today. That is so major. So for me with work, I'm rarely thinking about my my yearly revenue goal or even my quarterly revenue goal on on a daily basis. What I'm thinking about is, what are the most powerful things I can do today to advance, right? What are the most powerful things I can do to move forward? Or even in terms of food, I'm rarely thinking about, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds or whatever. And instead I'm thinking about what are a couple of things that I can do today that are aligned with the kind of body or the kind of health that I want to have. And I think that makes it really powerful. The other thing, and this came up Oh, what episode was it? Let me think for a second. Um, I did an episode, I think it was episode 696. And one of the things that I shared in that episode, it was from watching a video that really inspired me of a few elite athletes. And one of those elite athletes said, you know, a lot of people rely on motivation. When you don't really need motivation, what you need is a great routine and the discipline to follow it. So she's an elite athlete and she was saying, motivation isn't really a factor in what I do day to day. I just have a very effective routine and I've developed the discipline to follow it. And I will say that with my work, that's 100% what it is for me. Motivation is at best 50-50, internal or external, right? I would say Half the time, and if I'm, I mean, really probably less than that, do I wake up motivated about my business goals? I can get there, right? But initially, it's like, no, I'd rather stay in bed, and I'd rather put this off till tomorrow, or I'd rather not do this at all, or whatever it is. Motivation is almost never the driving force, even when it's internal for my efficiency and effectiveness and drive at work. It's just routine. I get up around the same time every day and I have certain things that are non-negotiable within my work that I do every single day. I have a few big rocks, usually two or three. Sometimes it's just one, but it's never more than three like big priorities that have to happen that day. And I start on them first. And that is such a reliable routine that I've built over time one day at a time, sometimes one hour at a time. And that routine is now so ingrained that motivation is just not required. Sarah, you know this. Most of the time, I'm not really motivated to get the work done, right? Like, I'd rather go take a nap or like the other day, go get my nails done, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say the discipline part is huge. You are so good at that. And to me, it's just the discipline to follow the routine instead of this abstract notion of being a disciplined person, right? So this could be, I have a morning routine where 
I journal and say my affirmations and I'm going to do that today, right? Because a lot of people will be like, well, yeah, that sounds great, but I don't have the discipline to create the routine so that I no longer need motivation. Yes, you do. We all do. The challenge is that so many of us focus on the big picture and not the small picture, which goes back to how I started to answer this question in terms of focusing on the day you're in. Let's identify one piece of one routine that you want to create. Are you able and willing to do that one piece of that one routine today? That's all you need to focus on. And then tomorrow, am I willing to do the one piece of this one routine? And it could be as basic as I brush and I floss my teeth immediately after I go to the bathroom. It sounds so granular, but that's how it begins, right? And then it's not like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can keep this up like indefinitely because what if the phone rings or what if I'm running late and my alarm didn't go off or whatever? The discipline doesn't require that we are perfect right? On Thanksgiving day, for example, I worked for four hours, but my, my morning routine looked a little bit different. That doesn't mean that I blew it, that I'm now somehow weaker or that my discipline isn't as strong or that my routine is somehow damaged. No, for every single routine, there are going to be exceptions. There's going to be travel. There's going to be days when you're sick. We don't need to focus on the exceptions. We need to focus on the creation and what we can do about it today. So maybe you're going to develop this pattern of not checking social media until after you've achieved your, your biggest to-do of the day, whatever that was, whether that was you know, something at work or something at home or getting your workout in or whatever it is, am I able and willing to do that today? Because the fact is, motivation feels great. And given infinite numbers of possibilities, I'd love to be high drive, high motivation 100% of the time, but that's not my reality. Maybe there are people who have totally nailed that and I'm just like not there yet in life. But I see it as motivation's not required. It feels good. It would be nice, but it's not an essential. And again, I talked about that in, in that episode, which was um, six, 696. Uh, so just, just a few episodes back. Check that out if you haven't yet. But number one, focus on the day you're in. And number two, start relying more on a routine instead of relying on this notion of motivation, we can absolutely create motivation. But to create true success, we have to be consistent when we aren't motivated. Otherwise, feelings will always change, right? Feelings are very variable. It could be based on how much sleep you got or on a result that you got or didn't get or a conversation that you had, just like sometimes we're angry and sometimes we're happy and sometimes we're lonely and sometimes we want to be alone, right? Feelings are always going to ebb and flow, but what is consistent is our ability to execute a routine independent of how we feel. So that's where I think people should put their energy. And I know that was like a really long tangent, but I think it's such an important topic. That's where I think people should put their energy. I think that topic comes up so often too. So I love your, um, your answer to that. Uh, the next question says, how to get yourself to actually consistently do the work needed? I mean, this is kind of a good setup. I think it goes back to the previous, to the previous question, and that is, do you have a routine? A lot of people 
don't do whatever they consider the thing that needs to be done, whether that is letting the laundry pile up or it's getting to the gym or it's, you know, not having dessert, whatever it is, because they don't feel like it. They're not in the mood. They're not motivated. And this shift from feelings driving our behaviors to values or principles or systems driving our behavior is a a really powerful one to make. And I have a long way to go with this, but I feel like one area of life, just to go back to what I said before, that I feel really good about how far I've come and where I'm at with it, is my work. I do what needs to be done with work, whether I feel like it or whether I don't. I have a very high degree of consistency with that, and it has nothing to do with drive, and it has everything to do with repetition. So for this person, number one, define what is the thing that you think you consistently need to do? And are you willing to do it today? And would it be helpful to have a routine for it? And what would that routine look like? And a lot of people will say, well, I can't have a routine because sometimes my kids are up early and sometimes they sleep in. And and then what do I do about the weekends? But the fact is, you can. We don't have to be rigid in our idea of routine. Yes, my weekends look different than my weekdays, for sure. But my work routine fits into that. It doesn't have to be that it starts at 7 a.m. and that it ends at 7.25 a.m. The time can be variable, but the executable actions can be very consistent. Even within that, like journaling is a routine of mine, but I don't do it at the same time every single day, and I don't do it for the same amount of time every single day. I do do it regardless of where I am or how I feel. Typically, it's one of the first three things I do upon waking, and I don't care what time that is. I also don't care how much time I give to it. So going back to you know Thanksgiving looking a little bit different, my journaling on Thanksgiving took a little bit less time because I knew I had given myself a compressed window and there was a million things that needed to get done before I left the house. But you know, on a random Sunday, maybe I take a little bit more time. It's not inconsistent because one day I journal for two minutes and one day I journal for 10 minutes. It's not inconsistent because one day I journal at 5 a.m. and another day I journal at 7.15 a.m. Don't get hung up on uniformity and it has to always look exactly the same. Really invest in repeatability. And that's where I think you can create a lot of consistency, but you've got to first define where is it that I want to create a change? What is the thing I want to be doing consistently? Am I able and willing to do it today? And can I kind of systematize this? That's what I think would be really helpful. How do I give up what I want today for the long-term goal? See, this is just my opinion. But what I think you need to give up isn't what you want today. It's the idea that you're giving something up. To me, this is a perspective thing. And I I totally get what this person means. But when I shifted my perspective from I have to give up the cookie today because I want to be healthy long term, it felt like sacrifice. And then it was like a win-lose proposition. 
you know, I'm losing with the cookie, but I'm winning on the long-term health, or I'm winning with the cookie, but I'm losing with the long-term health. And I don't think that perspective is a really easy one to be consistent with or to, to succeed with over the long term. So you're not giving up what you want today. That's where I would start. Even if you're saying no to buying that jacket or eating that thing or snarking at your partner when you really want to, you're not giving it up. You're just being a little bit more selective about your when and your how often. I struggled with this idea of sacrifice and missing out, and I didn't want to sacrifice, and I didn't want to miss out. And guess what? As humans, none of us do. Nobody wants to sacrifice something or miss out on something. That notion sucks. It's not pleasant. So if you change your perspective from I'm missing out on this thing or I'm giving up on this thing to I'm just making some changes to my how often and my how much. That's way more peaceful. I'm not giving that thing up, but because I want to make room for both that thing that I want and this goal that I want, I just have to redefine my how often and my how much. Whether that's how often and how much I'm spending, how often and how much I'm eating, whatever it is, that perspective is going to allow you to not feel like you're fighting against yourself because there really is no fight. That makes it seem so much easier. Yeah. Like who wants to feel like you're missing out? Absolutely nobody, which is why most people then are inconsistent because they didn't want to miss out. And I don't blame you. But if you change your perspective, it just, there's no more fight. Yeah. All right. We have one more question. Um, I struggle with time management with four young kiddos that I stay home full time with and trying to start my own business. They need time management advice. So I'll be the first one to say I don't have four kiddos. So kudos to you. I I definitely can share my thoughts here with the caveat that you have to pick and choose what works for you and know that it'll be different all the time because four kiddos is a lot. Your sister has a million kids. Yes. Four. (laughs) Well, there you go. Yeah. Four kiddos. So, so you know, and have witnessed, you know, how intense and bonkers that can be. But I'll say this, right? If the goal is to start your own business while you're staying at home with four young kids, get really clear on the most important steps you need to take now and then break them down into little pieces. So I'll use just like a really simple example of let's say you want to get a website up, okay? Break that down into a ton of little pieces, like I need to decide on my domain name. I need to purchase my domain name. I need to decide who's going to host my website. I need, to, uh, I need to figure out what I want the pages of the website to include in terms of content. I need to figure out what I want them to look like. And all of those little pieces are just single individual tasks. And so it might be that one day you can do two of those things and one day you can do none of those things and one day you can do three of those things or one of those things. Where I think a lot of people get 
stuck is that they have this sense of what they want to do in their minds, but it's so big and it's so amorphous and there's so many moving parts that they're just not really sure where to go with it or what to do with it. And then when they have time, whether it's 10 minutes or 30 minutes, they use that time kind of thinking about all the options. Use that time to break it out into a million pieces. And I do that even now, especially when I'm overwhelmed or something seems like a big project, like starting a business is. Even we'll use a podcast as an example. I need to know the podcast number. I need to know the podcast title. I need to know the air date. I need to know if there's going to be a sponsor. I need to jot down a couple of my thoughts so I know what the heck I'm talking about. And because I don't script, I need to record it. And then I need to drag in the intro and the outro. And then I need to tag the file so that if I have two minutes, I can do any one of those things and it becomes more permissive when you do have small chunks of time instead of being like, well, I don't have time to like build my business right now. I only have 30 minutes before I pick up the kids from school. But in that 30 minutes, maybe you can buy the domain. Maybe you can write 10 different ideas on, you know, your, your first quarter goals or something like that, right? That's where I would have somebody start who has a limited amount of time and a really big goal is start to break it down into little pieces. And those pieces are certainly going to change over time. Maybe you realize, oh, I didn't know that to buy a URL, you also had to do X, Y, and Z. So then add X, Y, and Z to the list. And in your downtime, be looking for which one of these things can I knock out? Or even at the beginning of the day, given what this day looks like, kids are home, kids are not home, I have this much time, I have that much time, which of those things do I feel like I can knock out today? And then whatever happens, don't beat yourself up, just begin again the next day with what you can do to go through some of the things on the list. That's what I think. Advice. And you've done, I mean, you've started a business before and it's so easy to get stuck in the like, oh, there's so much. And when we don't have it defined, even tasks at home, if we don't have it defined, we're less likely to do anything because we're way more likely to feel overwhelmed. Exactly. Yeah. So break it out so that it's much more digestible and then do what you can as you can. That's, that's what I have to say. All right. Final reminder, because I don't know what day is this airing? Yeah. Next week, Registration closes for our winter 12 weeks to transformation. So if you are thinking that you want that structure, that you want a coach, that you want accountability, do not wait because there's a natural momentum that comes with the beginning of the year. And if you can ride that wave and capitalize on that momentum, you are going to feel really, really good about all that you can achieve and accomplish in 2020. So if you want to learn more about or register for the 12 Weeks to Transformation, head over to primalpotential.com forward slash transform or primalpotential.com forward slash 700. And do not forget that we are doing seven giveaways to celebrate episode 700 and to celebrate you. So between now and January 7th, Leave a review of the Primal Potential Podcast in Apple Podcasts that literally takes 30 seconds and or post on Facebook, post on Instagram, tag me with your favorite episode of the show and you could win one of the Fabletics gift cards, one of the bottles of digestive enzymes or probiotics or a signed copy of Chasing Cupcakes. So be sure to 
do that. Whew. All right. We got through episode 700. We did. Yes. I feel really good about that. Do you have a favorite topic that comes up on these podcasts? I usually ask you what's going on, but I know we've recorded a couple episodes this week, but do you have a favorite thing that comes up that like is most helpful to you on these Q&As? Oh God, I feel like every question is helpful to me, but um, I think what I have learned the most is is about um, generating your own motivation or maybe I shouldn't put it that way, but like that drive. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's so universal, right? Because it applies to absolutely everything from cleaning your house to eating to building a business or doing well at work or managing your finances. I totally agree. I yeah. Do. And and once you start, you feel good. So just like get up and start, do one thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be as complicated or as overwhelming as people make it out to be. Right. Do you have a favorite topic? I think the thing that moves the needle the most for people is the mindset stuff, like how we think about things, like not battling against yourself. You're not giving anything up. That's not how it works. Um, for me, the things that I personally like talking about the most are probably possibility. Mm. Um, yeah, like expecting more for your life and and demanding more for yourself because that really speaks to me and where I'm at and trying to think bigger and dream bigger and set bigger goals. So that's probably what I like talking about most. Yeah. All, All right. Well, happy episode 700. Thank you so much for always sharing this time with me. And guys, thank you for your awesome questions. And we're excited to do um, some, some special giveaways to celebrate this with you guys. Have an amazing day and we will chat with you very soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week, right to your inbox, just text the word primal to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.